Are you struggling to regain sustainability in your life and create a positive life stance? If so, listen in as courageous women share their empowering struggle of how they came through the trenches to restart and recreate a victorious life worth living. They took their power back, learn the secrets of how they did it, and you can too. Welcome to the Real Heart Talk podcast and 360 Network for Women. And here's your host, Pamela Duran. Welcome to Real Heart Talk. We have Shirley Jones from Canada with us today. And we are talking about how we overcame our obstacle, trauma, fraud, or scam, and how she is taking her power back and creating a more sustainable life. So Shirley, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pam. It's really nice to be here. I'm in Quebec in Canada, in Eastern Canada. Awesome. That is fabulous. So I know that we've talked a little bit about your story, but I want you to share because I could definitely hear the heartbreak and just the emotional drain that this whole fraud or scam that has taken place in your life has had on you. So if you want to start and just share a little bit about what happened or if it was in real life or it was on a platform, just, just what happened, just start, start off and tell us a little bit. Well, I'd like to say that my story is all too common. And ever since I started sharing it, um, the people around me have come forth and said, oh, I've been scammed, oh, I've been scammed, oh, I've been scammed. You know, and there are any number of ways to be scammed. And I have been scammed in many, many ways. And I was completely naive. You know, so I, now I, t- I just take full responsibility for it because it's like, how could I have believed these people? Because it's especially um, when you are over 60 and I'm, cl- I, I'm 65 now, but it, this started happening to me when I was 64 in the, in mm-hmm. the fall of 2022. And, and it was originally what it was about was, oh, you know, if you make a small investment, it's going to grow to a big, big investment Mm. in cryptocurrency. Now, this is a complete and total lie. And the more that they tell you that, the more that you should run away from it. But I didn't know that. What they do is they convince you to, to, to give a small investment and then they say, oh, in order for you to get your money, you have to put more money in. And you have to put more money in. And you have to put more money in. So I went from being debt-free in September of 2022 to now having a couple of hundred thousand dollars worth of debt in 2023. Wow. So did they want to, so you had to keep reinvesting to get your money back. That's what you were trying to do was get your money back. And they kept saying you need, they needed more money. Was that what they were saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they did it in any number of ways. Uh, 
you know, but 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 mostly like, oh, I'm so God, I'm a God fearing Christian. Um, you know, you can trust me. So it was on Instagram, it was on Telegram, it was on Facebook, it was on uh, WhatsApp. Uh, what else? Um, you were on all was those romance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, there there was romance involved in some of them because I was involved in a number of different scams. It was like they came at me from all sides, you know? Oh my goodness. And I'm I so look sorry. at this as a monumental test. Yeah. It was a monumental mental test. And I experienced it. I believe I experienced it. One, to learn from it and not repeat my mistakes. And number two, to awaken out of my trance, my hypnotic trance that I had been in since I was a little girl, which we'll talk about. Well, we'll talk about each one of these points. And three, it's to teach others to mm. avoid this trap, you know? So number one was, first of all, I need to learn to say no. Why couldn't I say no? Why couldn't I say no? Or even when I did say no, they still succeeded in, in getting over, getting to me. It was because mm. of number two, because of the hypnotic trance that I was in. And we talked about this extensively, and I want to share it with you. Because what okay. it is, it, it boils down to this. When I was a little girl, my father used to hypnotize me. Mm. And then he would sexually abuse me. Oh, I'm so sorry so to hear that. All throughout my young, my young childhood, yeah, all throughout my young childhood, I used to have a place in the wall, a room in the wall that I used to go into. It, it wasn't until I um, snapped out of it um, this summer, in the summer of 2023, that I realized, oh my good grief, that is exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. They, these scammers use the same kind of um, what you would call a vibration mm. and it would put me into the trance and I would just give them my money. I would just not be there. You know, I would go into a trance and I would allow them to have my money. Well, I know you said, how could you believe, you know, when I went through my whole uh, scam issue, trauma, and it, it is traumatizing. I mean, um, how could, and you asked the question, how can I believe, you know, them? And, but that's their job. Their job, that is their one job is to make you believe that their whatever is the best and that your money is going to be with y'all. It creates an emotional hook. And, and then, like you said, it is a trans like state that you get in and then, you know, there's no limit, you know, unless you're already tapped you know, and, out of all your money, you just don't realize it. Yeah. And you know, Pam, it can happen to any of us. Yes. It can happen to any of us. Mm -hmm. Anybody who thinks that they are immune to this is, is really in danger of of yes. being compromised by by a scammer, you know? Yes. 
I mean, yes. unless you live in a glass bottle in the middle of the ocean, this could happen to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, did you feel like that you were missing? I mean, because obviously this created a feeling like you were feeling like you were being included or that maybe you were feeling I'm going to make more money, but it created a feeling inside of you that what type of feeling was that when you were going or just starting this when they started approaching you? Oh, yeah. It was like a thrill, eh? you know, and I think I think part of it is an addiction. Mm -hmm. And I don't get that Just, from the neighbors. I mean, addiction runs very deep in my family, in the in the family DNA. Mm -hmm. On both sides of my family, there's a lot. There's been a lot of addiction to gambling. So I, I, at a certain point, I thought, is this a gambling addiction? You know, maybe it's a gambling addiction. Mm. It could, it could, it could partially have been that, you know. So when they approached you, was it right off the bat, they just started asking for money or was it a different ruse that they uh, presented to you? Uh, no, the first thing was for money. Mm. Okay. So that's interesting. Well, I'm so, again, I know I'm so sorry that this happened to you. And you said it was a small investment. So how small? I mean, was it a thousand, two thousand, five hundred dollars No, no, it was $200. Oh, yeah, real small. $200 yeah. is not a lot of money. And you yeah. think, well, you know, you could get a return of $5,000. So that seemed mm -hmm. like a good thing to do, right? What mm -hmm. what could what could possibly go wrong? Well, mm -hmm. I tell you. Well, and two, the thing that I always be aware of is when people approach you, you know, what is their intention? We should ask that. What is your intention? You know, not just because they're approaching you. I'm sure that probably made you feel good, right? You know, because everybody wants that attention, that appreciation. Um, so what, you know, made you just give them that, give them that money? Do you, did they say something or, you know, you have pretty eyes and I've got this great deal for you on cryptocurrency. <laughs> I mean, I'm just curious as to how that. It, well, you know, one, one of the things was the, the woman that first approached me on Instagram, her name was Donna and mm -hmm. she, she had a nice profile and she had a lot of testimonials. Happy oh, wow. people with car keys, you know, and yeah. nice Believable. cars and signs that said, I'm debt free. You know, I had $30,000 worth of debt and now I'm debt free. You know, you, 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 you think, well, that's social proof. Yeah. True. And see, that's all like fake. That's all fake that they put on there. I'm just, I mean, there should be something out there. Do we not have any cyber crime, cyber uh, people, I know, you know, for my situation, FBI and the GBI were involved, but I mean, globally, there should be some kind of crime unit against this. I don't know if there is. I'm just thinking out loud because it just disturbs me, you know, for them to take such advantage of you like that. Well, I, I call the police and they said there's nothing they can do. 
<sighs> That's terrible. So through this, you've learned to say no, or at least be aware to ask the questions, right? That's what you said your number one was. And your number two, I'm so sorry that you had to endure that sexual abuse. I mean, is this the first time that you're acknowledging that or that you're getting any type of emotional help for that? Uh, it just came to me gradually. I think what happens with sexual abuse is that your your mind protects you. Eh? Mm. Your mind protects you for, from from the horror of it. So I knew that I had been sexually abused because I had memories of it, but I didn't know who it was. And then finally, when it when it finally dawned on me, I uh, I uh, actually charged my father. I went to the police, I charged my father, and I charged my former husband. I did two, two charges on the same day, and I decided to drop the charges against my father because he's so old and decrepit that I just don't see the point. I just decided, you know, that it was enough, that I have my story, I can write my story, I can tell my story, and that's enough. But as far as my former husband is concerned, that's going all the way to court if I have any anything to say about it, you know? So were you an only child? Did you have brothers and sisters? No, no, I had three sisters, three younger sisters. Mm. Wow. I mean, were they safe or did they go through the same? I have no idea. Wow. And I, I highly doubt that they'll talk to me about it. But often in families, it's the oldest that bears the brunt of these kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Bless you. I just you know, my mother appreciate was working. My mother was gone all the time. She was mm -hmm. working all the time. So, you know, yeah. either we were with my father or we were with my mother, you know. Yeah. I appreciate you being so brave and courageous to share that and to even, it just sounds like you realized it. Um, now, did your husband do the same thing to you or, or what is going on with, with that? Well, do you want to share? In my story, what happened was that the kind of trauma that I overcame was um, that when I was nine years old, my parents put me on the spot and told me I had, to make a, I had to make a decision at the age of nine whether I was going to go with my father or remain with my mother and my sisters. And I, I was so in so much shock that I couldn't say anything, and I just hid behind my mother. So my father took that as an answer, so he howled with rage and took off. But what happened was I split in two, and... You know, I, I was diagnosed in 2018 with bipolar condition. Mm. Mm. So that was, you know, you know, like mental illness doesn't come out of nowhere. It comes out of trauma for the right. most part. Mm -hmm. And uh, then when I was 14 years old, um, my name was taken away. I was no longer allowed to be called Shirley Jones. I, I was a, falsely adopted by my stepfather. And I, suddenly my name was Shirley Shore. And I had no idea who Shirley Shore was. And I was ridiculed for my name. And I mm -hmm. fell into a deep, deep depression. And often that's when you get um, 
a condition like bipolar is that it, when you're an adolescent, but I was mm -hmm. never diagnosed with it, Pam. Yeah. You know, so I, I was the oldest of my family. I was the strong one. I was the one everybody turned to. So I never, you know, I just thought a part of me was crazy. I thought I had post premenstrual syndrome. I thought I was struggling with depression. I didn't know what I had. And I wasn't diagnosed until I was 59 years old. Yes. Yeah. So when I was 16 years old, I was ripe for being a victim, you know, because I had already been lost my identity. Mm -hmm. So what happened was that um, this young man comes along and he's a, a, over two years older than me. And he, uh, he stalked me first and then he raped me and I got Stockholm syndrome from that. So Stockholm syndrome is when you take on the, the victim takes on the identity of the perpetrator and upholds them, you know, makes them look good. Now my story is not unique. There are, it's going to be a lot of people that listen to this and they'll say, Oh my gosh, that happened to me. And you know, often, your first sexual experience is a sexual assault because mm -hmm. it's it's done against your will or whatever you know and i i yeah it was it was horrendous for me and uh i just gave up i just totally gave up i just thought there's no way i can ever get away from this guy he had shocked me right across the country and uh, he wanted me i was his possession so I ended up marrying him two weeks after I turned 18. And I yeah. stayed with him for 36 years and had five children, three sons and two daughters. And, mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, it's a story. It does have a happy ending in the, in the sense that uh, out of this story, I've uh, been working so hard and building so many muscles and I've um, created a coaching program called the Black Stallions Coaching Program, which takes all the pieces of my story and helps people who have the experience of estrangement from their family, who have experienced uh, being an emotional mess, who have experienced um, divorce or separation um this whole type of thing and and it's it it's a it's a program created to strengthen uh individuals families communities and ultimately to create peace in the world you know it's very very comprehensive it's very very creative and um I'm 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 in the process of launching it now. Wow. Surely, I just I feel like I've been on a roller coaster. My heart just goes out to you for sure. I mean, I can't even imagine to have that, you know, bipolar and depression at that age and then to be stalked by this person and then marrying them at 18 and then at 59 is when you find out why the why, you know, all this was <laughs> happening. Know. 
Oh my goodness. I mean, I, I appreciate your courage and bravery. I mean, this is very brave and courageous to be so authentic and vulnerable, you know, to really share. But like you said, it will help a lot of people because a lot of people are probably dealing with those same things and they don't know what to do or say. And so does your uh, program go through like those steps, like what to do if you find yourself in this situation, you don't have to divulge too much. I know what you're just launching it. So I want you to have a great launch. Oh, no, no, no. I want to talk about it. I have actually the first two sessions done and they're free. So if you're, if anybody wants to contact me, they can actually see those first two sessions for free. I'm doing an, there's going to actually be three sessions. One is the introduction of me and the coaching program. And then the first two sessions. And uh, uh, I just really want people to to learn, you know, to do their personal mm-hmm. development and to to understand mm-hmm. that uh, that healing and transformation is possible, no matter what the circumstances of what you've gone through. Yes, it doesn't define you; it refines you. Yeah, it refines you. Yeah, I I, I think what it is for me. The important part of my message is being able to take all that shame because there's, Pam, is there anything worse than being called a bad mother? If your children don't talk to you, five children don't talk to you and their father doesn't talk to you, doesn't that make you labeled the bad mother, right? But it's not true. It's it's just not true. You know, I mean, I was, I was never perfect, but I, you know, nobody is. Um, and I, what I would say is that it's the way things are today. You know, people, you know, when they feel uncomfortable for whatever reason, it could be the slightest reason. Now they just cut you off, you know, Mm. you're labeled and you're cut off and you don't, you don't have any say you don't have any recourse. You don't have any way to communicate or anything. They just don't reply. So what are you supposed to do, right? Well, I spent what? five years so traumatized and in grief that I couldn't talk. You know? And um, so I've come out of it now. Now it's you know, now I talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Even if you keep a, uh, excuse me, an audio journal, you know, at least you're recording, you know, things that you could even use in your book if you're going to work on a book and in your program. I have an audio book out called Shirley World. And it's available on Sound, And uh, the first chapter is free. And I have my book, Shirley World, coming out, How I Single-Handedly Stopped Climate Change. Wow. So I'm supposed <laughs> to be launching it uh, soon. Well, look at you. You are bouncing back and creating sustainability in your life. So you've got your coaching program, the Black Stallion Coaching Program. Your book, it's already on audio. And what platform is the audio version? Uh, it's on Awesound, A-W-E sound.com. Oh, okay. It's I haven't heard Shirley of that. World. Yeah, I have not heard of that before, Awesound. I'll have to check that out. 
Okay, so you're, you have your three points. Learn to say no about your hypnotic trance, which really, it sounded like, um, opened up a lot of chain-breaking, barrier-breaking ahas. I don't, I don't know if they're ahas, but, you know, just opening that up. And then what was your third? You said you had number three. Uh, number three was about teaching others. Oh, your program. Okay, perfect. You yeah. know, it was about, it was about helping other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this will definitely help other people. Um, so the years that you couldn't talk, you said that was five years. Yeah. 2018 to 2022. My I goodness, had a great deal of, of difficulty expressing myself. So in did English you just French? Yeah, did did you just write things or letters or newsletters or what did you do? How did you communicate? That's true. I did I did start to really write my book, you know. Um mm. you're right about that. And I spent a lot of time sleeping. I was very depressed. Mm. I was in grief. Um and then in, in uh, September 2022, I started to shift. And and then on the 23rd of December of 2022, a tree fell on my house. Mm. <laughs> that was just like it fell on my head. Well, I tell you. Yeah. It completely discombobulated me. But I think what, it, what happened was that it reconfigured me, you know? It didn't literally fall on your head, though, did it? No, it, it fell on oh, okay. the roof of my house right here. Yeah, okay. I just want to make sure you. It came right through the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy. And I was, I wasn't home, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, um, it was an act of God, you know. And mm. it was like, wake up, Shirley. So that was in December 2022. So yeah. And I know that you and and I imagine your listeners are believers, you know? Yes. You definitely believe in God and definitely believe in a higher power. And so do yes. I. And I feel that everything in my life is about the will of God for me, you know? Mm. I, I really do feel that, you know, even though it seems... Uh, why would God, you know, but I think that I make God laugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you do that? Share how you do that, Shirley. <laughs> well, because I go through all these ridiculous things, you know? Yeah. Like in 2018, when I had my, I had a car accident. I had this terrible car accident and rode off my car because I thought I was single-handedly stopping climate change. It was actually a psychosis. Mm. And I, I picked out a, a, a gas truck and I ran my car into it, thinking oh that goodness. I was martyring myself, that I was going to die. I mean, unconsciously, I thought I was going to die. I walked away, my dear, without a scratch on me. Oh, my goodness. I ended up in the psychiatric ward and got diagnosed with bipolar, right? Mm. And then I had to go through all of the emotions of... What am I going to do with my life now? 
you know, because I, I, I remember being extremely angry at God because I thought, how could you do that to me when I single-handedly stopped climate change? How could I still be alive, you know? Well, obviously, when your life isn't over, it's because the job's not done yet. Right. Yeah, you have some more people you got to help. Yeah, or more ridiculousness to go through. <laughs> well, let's think of the uh, positive, the more people to help. <laughs> uh, so you could help a lot of people, you know, who are struggling with emotional um, disorders. You know, I mean, you've named several here. I applaud you. I mean, you're so courageous, like I said, again, and authentic to share. Those are deep, deep subjects. Your depression, being bipolar, being sexually abused by your father. I mean, that is very traumatic. Um, that could have led to all this. And you were raped. I mean, it's, I'm just, my heart just goes out to you, Shirley, for sure. And then especially, I mean, did they say that you were trying to kill yourself when you ran into that tanker truck? Is that what, what they were saying? No, no, uh, no, they never said that to me. No. Okay. Did you feel that though? Did you feel it? Well, the driving force within me was to become a martyr, you know, and oh, a martyr gotcha. dies for their cause. But I didn't think I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I wasn't conscious. It was right. subconscious. It was, yeah. you know, they call it a psychosis. It was really, really an altered state of consciousness. Well, I'm happy that you're here today to be sharing, to help others you, that may be going through these same phases or stages or psychosis and I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know all of the language, uh, but I know I have a heart to help people and lift others up and let them know there's, there's a way they're here. You have a purpose. You have a mission. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. God designed you when you were in your mother's womb, you know, so you do have a mission and purpose. And you said in December of 2022, the tree fell on your house and you believe, you know, that was God getting your attention. So is that when you started your um, coaching program? Did you start it at that point? I registered a business. Um, I think it was the 6th of December of 2022. I registered my business, Shirley Jones, and uh, said I was going to be a coach. I had been, I've studied a lot. I've studied since 2014 to become a coach, you know? Mm. So it's been That's a dream wonderful. of mine for many years. And yes. uh, and now I have the experience and the ability to to really teach it, you know. Mm -hmm. I have the materials and I you know, I have a 12 session program and uh, and I have people that are interested and are really enjoying it and and I can't wait to uh, start, you know, sending it out there and mm -hmm. you know i love that and are you going to do your program in french and english i am oh i love that that's so amazing yeah i love that 
Okay. And you did say what your program specialized in. Do you want to just recap that one more time? What, what you're, what you're specializing in, in your coaching program? Yeah, I, I, I specialize in, in, in helping people regulate their emotions. Okay. Just connecting with their emotions as valuable information so that they can live to their full potential through the through the horse energy theory um and i'll tell you why i'll just encapsulate why because it's it is especially the black stallion represents a man you know so uh the so the stallion energy gives you awe it gives you beauty it gives you respect it gives you like um a imagination you know and um, because men are often accused of being animals. And the truth of the matter is, our body is an animal. You know, so what better animal to choose than a horse? Because it is absolutely an amazing creature that has been, uh, we've been related, human beings have been related to horses for tens of thousands of years. And so I talk about how Animals have all of the emotions of a human being, but they don't have the same way to express them. So all of our emotions, feelings, and sensations are held in our body, which is like a horse. And the soul and the mind and the spirit are the rider. So you want to have a really great relationship between the two. And that's what I teach, is how to have that really awesome relationship between the two of mutual respect and partnership and love and understanding and acceptance. Mm, that's beautiful. And do you uh, bring in the Bible at all in your teaching or is it? I do. I do. I bring in okay. spirituality. I teach religion, religious truths. I talk, mm. I talk about the different uh, different religions, different spiritualities. Uh, I talk, you know, a native uh, Aboriginal uh, teachings. I put it, I put the whole shebang in there, you know. It's very yeah. concentrated. Okay. We were talking actually about uh, yesterday we were talking about, and today we were talking about uh, how in the Bible it says, do not worship idols we have to be very very careful where we put our attention right where we put yes. our energy where we what we focus on and everybody's life revolves around something so if it's not god and if it's not spirituality what is it you know right that's a good question it's a good question. <laughs> I mean, you can think about, you know, our world the way it is today. You know, how, how do we get here? You know, is it a lack of our previous generation not carrying on and teaching the next generation? I know uh, at our church yesterday, our pastor said that the next generation, only 2% even know about the Bible or know anything about Christianity. So we have to make an impact there. We have to 
to help educate and just for them to know because our country and the USA is built, you know, one nation under God. And we have an assignment. We've got to carry on and, and make sure that they know that they know that our nation is one nation under God, that they know that without that, all my, you know, that, that power, things could get a lot worse. Of course we know by the Bible, things are going to get worse, but hopefully we won't be here. I don't want to be here. So <laughs> I want to be, you know, caught up in the rapture, but we definitely yeah. have to be the ones to carry that, that forward. Yeah, but don't forget that in the Bible, it says thy kingdom come, thy will be yes. done. Yes. You know, yes. We're building the kingdom of God on earth, Pam. Yes. Make no mistake about it. I totally yeah. believe that. I, I mentioned to you already, you know, that I carry that sticky label of Baha'i, right? I mentioned that to you. Not mm -hmm. to push it at you or or wring anybody's arm or anything like that. But I honestly and totally and completely believe uh, in the predictions of the holy books, the holy texts, uh, ancient writings that talk about uh, that that we're going to go through this incredibly difficult time. But ultimately, we are one human family on this little planet. Mm -hmm. And we that's why we have to learn to get along together. That's why I bring this sense of humor and a light touch you know, and, and a creativity to the work that I do because I've experienced all the heavy emotions, you know, mm. and learn to yes. navigate them, you know, because you don't want to get stuck in that. You want to yeah. actually kind of surf, surf the waves of, of, of suffering and tragedy mm -hmm. and grief. You don't mm. want to get stuck in it. You, you know, if you fall in, you got to get back on your surfboard. Yes, you, you can do that through prayer. You can do that through meditation. You can do that through breath work. You can do that through um, gratitude, expressing, you know, developing your virtues, working on your character, mm -hmm. doing good deeds. But most especially, the reason why we're in the pickle that we're in is because of loss of religion. People mm -hmm. have turned away from God. Yes. And that's why they're suffering to such a great extent. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of remind them, you know, we have to kind of remind them of who they really are. And whose they are. Yes. And who they belong to. That's right. Yes. So I love that we've had this time to share. You've been so courageous and vulnerable. And you were talking about teaching. And I love that because... You know, the parable in the Bible that talks about the seed and the different places it was planted. And we want to plant those seeds to grow all the seeds. We're a seed, right? So all seeds were meant to grow and harvest. And us as humans being that seed to grow and harvest, we are we are called to grow, continuously learn in that growth process so that we can harvest, which is the seed our family restored or our community restored or our country restored. So I, I really, that. yeah, I, uh, ha I uh, have a conference that I'm starting. It's called so grow and restore. So I uh, am pretty excited about it. You know, the Lord just kind of revealed that to me because we have to learn how to plant 
release those limiting beliefs so that we can grow, you know, move forward in faith and then see that restoration, you know, the transformation restoration process. So, That's and beautiful, Pam. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm just very thankful for it. Great, grateful. I'm grateful for you because that's what you're doing. You are moving. You, I mean, you have a fabulous story. I, I want to read your book. I'm sure you have a lot of, de you know, more details in there, more steps thing and things people can take to, you know, really get unstuck, get out of that traumatic situation or hypnotic situation that they have been in for so long. Uh, in order to regain their life stance and take their power back. And you're definitely taking your power back, Shirley. I'm so proud of you and happy for you. And I just applaud you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, I feel that, um, you know, that there's ways to know whether you're in a trance or whether you're not in a trance, you know, there's ways to become, to come into consciousness and, you know, and, and I feel that by having these kind of conversations, we can help people to awaken to who they really are, you know? Yeah. Yes. And to one thing, I'm just going to say this and then we'll, we'll finish up But for that train. I mean, it's repetition, right? Whoever is approaching you is repeatedly in that repetitive, whatever verbiage they're using. And, the, and you just get used to that. And then you start believing it, right? Cause they, they just keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it. So those are things to be aware of as well. Just increase your awareness, increase your self-care and your self-awareness, not just uh, being aware, but your own self-awareness. If you know what your weaknesses are, and I do talk about this in my book, it starts within you. If you know what your weaknesses are, be aware when that situation is arising, you know, get a get out of it. Like David, he had to run out of Potiphar's house because his wife was trying to seduce him, you know, just, just run away, just go away, you know? And uh, a lot of times that's hard to do when it's within, right. It's emotional. Then you have to take control and speak to yourself. You know, self-talk is very important. You need those I am statements. You need to say, my mind is my mind. I only think what I think. You know, it's not everything that comes at you. Even the Bible in Second Corinthians 10 and 5 says casting down those imagination and taking captive those thoughts. We have to do that when things come toward us like that, that are damaging and destructive and did not provide any type of positive, you know, positivity to your life. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, You're making me think of, um, you're making me think, I, I mean, the word of God is the most powerful thing that we can ingest. You know, we should eat the word of God every day, you yes. know, where, wherever we get it from, let, let's just mm -hmm. partake of this nourishment, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I am so happy that you joined and I'm so happy that you shared. I feel like you've just shared highlights. I feel like that there are more in depth, learnings that people will learn from your course and from your book as well so where can they find you or get in touch with you so that they can sign up for your course or purchase your book well what i would do is give them my phone number so people can text me you know from anywhere internationally okay. uh four five zero well there's a one four five zero three three zero 
And then do you have an email or that you I do. Like I have shirleyguidance9 at gmail.com. Okay. And we'll include that too with our show, show notes. Shirleyguidance9 at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I know that you say uh, everything's in preparation. You're getting ready to launch it. So I hope that you will send out notifications. And what are your places that you like to be? LinkedIn, Facebook, which platforms are you most? Oh, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm really, really uh, focusing on LinkedIn. I, okay. my, it, it's all under construction right now, but by next week it should be out uh, beautifully. I'm getting my picture taken and my banner done and my uh, about page all done and and everything is going to be all set. And uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. Clubhouse. Okay. I'm on Clubhouse. Perfect. So we will be looking for your launch, Miss Shirley Jones, and I will provide the information you can text her at one four five zero three two two nine or email shirley guidance sorry shirley guidance nine at gmail.com and we'll be looking for your launch it. of your program and your book yeah thank you so much for being here today oh it's been wonderful All right. And tune in for our next episode. Thank you everyone for listening. I hope that this has been engaging and exciting for you and to understand you are not alone in your journey, wherever you are, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're overcoming, you can take your power back as well and create a more positive life stand. Thank you for joining us today on the 360 Network for Women and Real Heart Talk podcast. We're so happy you could join and hope you stay tuned for the next episode.